Hello and welcome to Manifesto Radio for Friday, February 26th. We are looking ahead this week to one of the biggest double game weeks in fantasy football history, I think. It is a bumper special. I'm Matt, and joining me as always is my uh, amazing co-host Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Hi, Stan, Matt. Yes, very looking forward to this week. Uh, huge. It's come early for me. I don't usually get, get excited until before game week 34, but as COVID has struck, uh, so of the fixtures come early uh, so everything's up in the air um so yeah very much looking forward to this one and big bumper episode well absolutely um so yeah we've got a lot to talk about but before we look ahead to game week 26 we'll start as we always do taking a look back on uh on the previous game week game week 25 um how did you get on ryan green arrows all across the board looking good uh, yes, so Matt, I scored a total of 83 points. I went up green arrow or two, six, three. And now that is my highest league position of the season. I was looking back, going with 21, hit the DC heights of four, three, nine, seven. So yes, so I've now reached the uh, highest point of my fancy football career. Um, I can't retire yet because it means nothing so how did i do i got a three points um it was Leeds fixture completely um came in for me on monday night um tuesday night uh so yeah it was it was great dallas at the back 17 points i think the week's top scorer uh if i'm not yes he is the week's top scorer yeah continuing continuing the trend i think of, of the week's top scorer always being a different player so far 25 game weeks we've yet to have a repeat for for the the king of the game weeks so um consistency has been hard to come by this season Excellent stuff, and that's why you're king of the stats, Matt. Uh, so yeah, other than that, uh, Rafina, I bought, uh, I bought him in, and he returned. So that was a pretty good, pretty good transfer that I made there. Um, bit of luck, I suppose. Uh, Grealish, who didn't play uh, this week, he was ruled out for sort of a lot of FPL um, in the in the backgrounds that people knew he was going to be rested because his even his own teammates got rid of him uh from their from their fantasy football team so uh that that gave uh well that's now been closed and no one can do that anymore but anyway i've got antonio off the bench one mistake i made um is potentially i played martinez over pope so this whole conundrum of having two playing goalkeepers is a nightmare and you don't know what to do so um yeah, that's that was pretty much. So very very happy with this game week. Uh, the Leeds boys completely got me out of the hole. Captain Bamford, I forgot to mention Bamford came. Captain returned. So very very happy. What about yourself, Matt? Uh, I think I ended up on exactly the same points total, eighty three <laughs> points um, in in the end. Um, uh, yeah, as you say, the Leeds boys um, scoring big in their double game weeks, um, but all in the second game really. I mean, very little sort of action to talk about in that first. Um, in their in their first fixture, um, yeah, Captain Captain Bamford and and Dallas at the back. Um, I don't have Rafinha, um, so he he wasn't able to to return the points from from me. But you, you um, did have him at one point. Though, didn't I had him right? for a, for a little sort of a period over Christmas. I think um, sort of um, uh, I think it was, I took Suchek out of my team, and then he started scoring a lot of points, and I brought. Um, uh, and I brought uh, Sujek back into my team, and Rafinha started scoring a lot of points. So it's you know it's a bit of a classic FPL um, maneuver that is. But um, <laughs> I've not been able to sort of 
uh, bring him back in uh, as of yet. But um, I did get wind uh, on Friday night just before the deadline. Um, the rumours about Greedish started to um, to percolate around um, some of FPL uh, FPL Twitter. So I, I I took him out on the chance that that was that was the case for for Harvey Barnes who did. Um, who did return thirteen points as well? So, um, not not a bad not bad manoeuvre. Although my other my other transfer was um, Antonio out and Kane in for two points. So um, that was always one with you know a bit of an eye on the future, but a bit of a disappointment. It was always disappointing when you uh, when it's a downgrade in real terms in in, in points. But um, hey ho, we look we we look ahead. Um, so yeah, Green Arrow for me, not not in the sort of dizzy heights of uh, of Mister Hodges, but um, yeah, still moving up those ranks a little bit. Um, you know, continuing to. To hopefully climb into a into a respectable finish before the end of the season. Decent Matt, two two three one five nine. Nothing like that. I mean, I think I think we'd all be happy to be in that position in years gone by. Um, I personally would say I'm having a bit of a freak season. Um, I flirt around those sort of top hundred thousands most seasons. So yeah, um, as I say, I'm not counting anything. But yeah, that's uh, that's nothing to be sniffed at, Matt. So. Well, thanks Super for the uh, thanks for the, the for the reassuring words there, uh, Ryan. Uh, you know, it's it's easy it's easy to you know to, to to lavish praise on your fellow competitors when you're 100 or something points clear in the in the manifesto mini league. But uh, you know, I'll, I'll take I'll take what I can get for sure. Well, that's it. You're scoring the same as me, so surely that's a good thing. Well, I mean, I think I think we talked a little bit before about how our teams are. I think probably somewhere in the region of eight or nine out of eleven uh, players. Um, the same sort of starting, starting eleven. So, um, I think we're we're at the season where the template is pretty strong. Um, it's going to be fairly difficult to sort of to significantly um, manoeuvre sort of around some of those ranks. But um, there's still plenty of game weeks left to play and, and lots of football, um, lots of football happening. So who knows uh, what the, what the rest of the season could hold? I'm, I'm you know holding out hope for a for a late rally or a or a dramatic collapse from, from Mr. Hodges. <laughs> I not rule any of those but things. I'm, but I'm not holding my breath. But I'm not holding yeah. my breath. Um, but that that brings us nicely then, I suppose, into into our main topic of the of the day. So um, game week 26, uh, double game week, according to um, uh, Ben Cronin, who who um, was was a bit of a predictor of the of the fixtures. Um, he's been keeping track for a number of years of sort of uh, all the fixtures, and as far as he he can tell, it's the biggest double game week um, in in known fantasy football history. So an absolutely massive uh, week of fantasy football um, could be season defining, I think, for for a lot of people. Um, and it just looks it just looks pretty incredible when you when you look at those fixtures all, all sort of laid out um, on on the list. Um, where should we where should we start? So many options, so many places to to discuss. Um, any anything particularly catch your eye? I suppose from from the teams with double game week fixtures, Ryan. Um, yes. So I think yeah, fourteen fourteen uh, fixtures there. Um, the only let, let's let's see the only teams that haven't got game double game week are Arsenal, Brighton. Leeds, Newcastle, Southampton, and West Ham. So they're the teams that aren't playing twice. Everybody else plays two games. Standout fixtures. Tottenham have two favourable fixtures on paper. Uh, they are against Burnley and Fulham. What I would say is both of those defences of late have been pretty good. And Tottenham are terrible at breaking uh, those sort of teams down. But... Um, Harry Kane has a very, very good record, uh, sort of against Burnley. I think he's, 
think 14 games he's played against me, he's scored 14 goals and three assists. Now I'm trying to rattle my stats off to try and compete with you, Matt, but that's something I heard, so it's something I wanted to repeat. Um, so Tottenham on paper have the best two fixtures uh, going into this double game week. Potentially the other team uh, who you could look at is, I suppose, Manchester City. West Ham United and Wolves at home, both at home. Um, the difficulty with that, those two fixtures is the Manchester City team who plays with Pep Roulette. So they're the two games that, that sort of stand out for me. Um, I mean, we'll go on to more strategies and things in a minute, Matt, but are there, are there sort of other fixtures you want to, you're keeping an eye on at all? Yeah, there's a few. There's definitely a few um, extra ones that, that that jump out. I think Everton um, have got Saints um, and West Brom. Um, obviously, coming off coming off a good result in the um, in the Merseyside uh, derby, Calvert Lewin um, back in the start. Hopefully, back in the starting eleven um, for this one. Um, Southampton on an absolutely rotten run of form, um, and West Brom not much better. Um, so you would you would expect. Uh, there to be some some options um, around those, um, and Leicester, who are just continuing to be in um, in pretty excellent um, form, playing Arsenal at home, a team they um, I think have had decent amount of success against over the previous years, um, and Burnley away in their in their second game. Um, so uh, yeah, those 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 are sort of a couple of teams that I'm that I'm also sort of keep, keeping an eye on. Um, I think um, yeah, could be some could be some interesting options there amongst some of the people that you probably might have in your uh, team already, or some options that you'd be looking to bring in. Um, the other ones, I guess, maybe we could talk about United, Manchester United, and um, and Liverpool. Sort of slightly trickier fixtures. They're obviously playing each other in um, uh, in one of those uh, double game week fixtures. But Liverpool um, got Sheffield United, and and um, Oh, no, they haven't. I'm sorry. They're both playing Chelsea. No, yeah. That's the confu- That's what's confused me there. Um, Liverpool playing Sheffield United and Chelsea, um, and um, uh, you're not Manchester United playing Chelsea and Crystal Palace. So um, Chelsea, an interesting one. You know, under under the under the new the new man Thomas Tuchel, they've uh, um, they've they've certainly looked a lot more solid. Not not maybe looking as expansive, sort of moving forward. But um, I think there'll be a there'll be a reasonable proposition for um, for both of those for both of those teams. Yeah, I think the order that Man United fixtures fall on, like they played Chelsea first, and I think what we've got to think about is, yeah, as you just just alluded to, really, yeah, Tuchel keeps it really, really tight. Can't see huge, huge returns coming in that game. It could be tight, and I think Solskjaer always goes into these games with a mindset of not getting beaten. So I think there they were, again, I might, might think of another stat, but there was, I think the games Solskjaer has played against these so-called top six is pretty much being nil-nils all across the board. So that one there, and, and the what what you've got to take into, and maybe this sort of leads into who and why and what to captain this week, but with Man United playing Chelsea first, there is also that danger where a player could be Bruno gets injured in that game and then misses the second fixture, the better fixture against Crystal Palace. So it's just trying to time the right sort of um, fixtures um, aligning. And for me, the Manchester United, if they had Crystal Palace first, I might lean a bit further forward in sort of my thinking around Bruno captaincy. But um, I think Liverpool have that. So Liverpool play Sheffield United first, so they could get off to a bumper start. And then have Chelsea, so they could be boring going into the Chelsea game. But yeah, Chelsea probably have the worst two fixtures: Man United and Liverpool. I could see 
defending returns, can't see much attacking returns from from themselves there. Yeah, it's interesting as well. Also thinking about um, you know we're coming off um, uh, a, a European um, mid, mid midweek, and we'll talk about that. I think probably um, when we come to um, look at some of the, the options around around City, but. Um, uh, United in um, Europa League action tonight. They're they're four 0 up in that in that tie. So you'd expect um, you'd expect sort of some of their their big hitters to be um, to be rotated. Probably you, you wouldn't assume sort of um, Fernandez and Rashford would be would be maybe starting that game. They they, they might get a rest, but um, you know they're still um, they still probably be be around the the squad. So you know um, it's not sort of a full week of, of of a break. Whereas you know Liverpool are coming um, uh, are coming into that game with um, yeah with, with with a bit more sort of rest on. Under their um, under their belt after their um, uh, disappointing result last week. Um, so, so, so Matt, what, when what what's your thinking? Like, like maybe this leads into the strategies around what you're going to be doing this week and further weeks. So, what I'm thinking, we have. I'm mean, thinking like someone like Leeds. They've just returned from us. They only play one game this week. Are you thinking of getting rid of any of those players? Is that ludicrous because they've just been so brilliant and they return week in, week out uh, for double game weekers? Uh, so are you thinking of getting 11 double game weekers out, leaving those on the bench? What, 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 what's your general idea and, and what are you thinking of doing this week? Yeah, it's it's, it's a really tricky one. You know, I think, as you said, um, you know, the, the, the Leeds boys have done... Um, have done well over the last couple of weeks. Um, it's a similar sort of situation with um, with West Ham. So players like um, Suchek yeah. has been sort of has been in, in and out of my squad for most of the season, but um, has been has been a, a fairly consistent player in there as well. And Matt, both of those teams play in blank game week twenty nine. Yeah. So what we're talking about is sort of three, three game weeks time. Let's fast forward. There are only going to be six teams. Uh, playing uh, no, now no, it's actually eight teams playing uh, in that game week, and Leeds and West Ham are part of that. So yeah, if you are, look to get them out this week, then you could be really short in that game. But yeah, carry on, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, I, I think one of the things when you when you see these sort of big game weeks is you start to think about the chips and you think about what what options you've you, you've got. Sort of. So I played my free hit um, back in game week eighteen. Um, so I'm going to be going into into twenty nine without the option of just you know creating a new squad just just for that one so i need to kind of keep keep one eye on that on that blank game week um uh, coming up um so i definitely think um the the leeds boys and and, and suchek i think will probably um will probably stay in the team um this week I've, I've got bamford and dallas in my team i don't have rafinha um so i think probably taking two um you know with home games home game against aston villa is not um, you know, Aston Villa get team without um, Jack Grealish, I think, is probably not um, a terrible single game week fixture. Um, Suchek is a bit harder; he's got he's got Manchester City away, um, but I think I'll probably be looking to, to keep those. And I think potentially, uh, so I'm I'm looking at my options really around sort of bench boost or, or triple captain. Um, uh, I, I think from that perspective, a triple triple captain seems uh, potentially seems enticing, but. I think it's quite a tricky pick. I think you've sort of talked about some of the challenges around picking Fernandez. Um, Kane has great fixtures on paper, but Spurs are in pretty rotten form, so um, it'd be a bit of a gamble, I think, to sort of throw that on there. City played in midweek. Pep has admitted there's going to be sort of five or six rotational changes, um, uh, at, at least in the, at the first of these two games, so the game against West Ham. Gundogan, I'd, I'd, I'd expect to be a, a target maybe for, for being rested. De Bruyne didn't um, didn't play in midweek, so he could come back in. 
Cancelo, I, I would expect, would miss one of those two games potentially as well. So um, that's tricky. Um, so I, I think I'm probably leading away from the triple captain, leading towards the, towards the bench boost. I can get um, from the players in my team already without any transfers, I can get um, 10 out of 11 double game week players um, and a pretty solid bench. Um, so with a couple of transfers there to maybe um, to maybe sort of change. So I have Rob Holding at, at Arsenal, who I could change to a double game week player, and Fabianski, who I could also look to change to a double game week player for a you know for a minus four hit and a bench boost. And, I'm, and I think I'm fe- I'd be feeling pretty good about um, uh, about that sort of getting you know. I think I think this kind of double game with just with just such a a big number of games and a big selection of options across the team, um, I think bench boost is is going to be the way to go for me. Just just to get coverage, really. Triple captains are real sort of eggs in eggs in the basket, all the eggs in one basket um, uh, option, and um, I th- there might be better there might be better ones down down the line. There's still still some double game weeks left left to come in, or you know. Oftentimes, double game weeks for triple captains are, are quite disappointing. I think um, uh, um, sometimes just having a really solid single game week fixture um, with a player in in hot form could be could be the way to go. So um, I think there'll be more options for triple captain down the line. Whereas I think bench boost um, this is probably where you'll get you'll, you'll get the most value. So that's where I'm leaning at the moment. Um, what are you? What about you, Ryan? Any 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 chip strategy this this week? Any anything coming out of the of the cupboard? I ruled it's last week around. Yeah, I was loading up for this game, getting through to twenty nine, and then looking to wild card. Um, sort of maybe after twenty nine thirty, there's this there's some fixtures around there that the sort of so called template changes. Um, what do I do this week? I will have to start using some chips up, uh, whether it is a bench boost or a triple captain. I'm gutted i haven't used my um bench boost over the last two weeks because yeah i think i've now scored uh I've, oh, I'm trying to scramble around now what i've scored yeah on my bench i scored in the last three weeks i've scored 16 17 and 16 now if, uh, i think if you generally look for around about you want to get about 15 16 on your on your bench to, to bolster those points so um, yeah, I'm gutted I haven't played it because it's just one of those nagging chips that's really annoying. And actually, on the note of the bench boost, what I feel it would be better is actually play it in hindsight. So if all of a sudden you do put someone on a bench, I think you should retrospectively be able to just trigger it. Um, I, don't, I know it could cause all, all sorts of uh, uh, conundrums in sort of FPL towers, but I just feel like it'd be, bet- it'd be a better used chip that all of a sudden you can... It's so annoying when you put someone on the bench, they score 15 points and you didn't play them. I think the bench boost would be better. You hit it, you see that player um, score those points so you can activate it after the event. But it's it's... I know this is sort of a forward-thinking game, but I think there's some retrospective things that could make it a bit more fun because you want it to be you want it to be fun. You don't want to be pulling your hair out while you left Suchek on the bench again for another 15 points. If you, I'm only saying you can only use this once. So yeah, if 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 it, if it only happens once in a season, then that's the same thing. So yeah, it's it's an annoying piece. Do I play it this week? I might, I might just do it. To, I might just do it to get rid of it. But other than that, I think uh, Siri's trying to tell me as well. But um, what I'm trying to do, I think, I, I can't give you a straight answer, Matt, and that's why I'm beating around the bush. Triple captain is tempting on Kane. Um, bench boost. I just want to get rid of it. 
and put it to bed and move on. Um, I don't think I'm going to have two playing goalkeepers for much longer. So at the moment, I have Pope and Martinez. Pope's not Pope's not got that good of fixtures away uh, at Tottenham at home with Leicester. I think the best you can hope hope out of those games are around I don't know four six points. You might get some save points in some of those, but you'd be happy, get much you'd be happy more. with, with one clean sheet across those two, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, but other than that, I would uh, potentially at the moment just have single game week players on my bench, which, yeah, quite favourable. There might be the um, the Leeds games, which, as you mentioned, the Villa at home isn't a bad fixture. So um, you'd probably, on any other game week, you'd probably play the Leeds players. So I think if you pit me to the wall, said what I'm going to do, I think I'm edging towards the bench boost um, just to get that done and dusted. Um, so... That's my thinking. Um, and yeah, so what's yeah, we sort of roughly spoke around sort of the next two game weeks and then game week 29, Matt. But what's um, should we? I mean, you, you, you mentioned around getting rid of holding who does play in that game week, but it's just better to load up on double game weekers this week and then we'll deal with that a bit further down the line. Yeah, I I think that would be my str- particularly sort of thinking about it from a from a bench boost perspective. I think I want to sort of maximise um, uh, those 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 options. You know, I'm fine with having with having single game week players on on the bench. Like I said, I'm probably going to have at least at least Bamford and Dallas, but I'd like to get at least a full eleven of double game week players out. Um, and I and I think yeah. potentially um, you know Holdings the man um, uh, that that. Um, would, would maybe be the one that, that, that makes that makes way. There, there are sort of a couple of game weeks following this where I can I can start to position my team ready for for twenty nine. So start to sort of bring bring more of those game week players in. But I mean, I, I would I would probably anticipate not fielding maybe a full eleven for that blank game week. Um, uh, anyway, I'm in the same same boat. I'll probably be wild carding after after that. But um, it's probably just a case of. Um, it's tricky sometimes to to position yourself for a, for a game week sort of too far down down the line because you end up sort of really compromising your yeah. team in those in those weeks in between. Um, so, yeah, tri- tricky to, tricky. But I yeah. think I think I'll probably be looking at maybe 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 taking one hit, um, maybe two. Uh, two you probably are starting to get into diminishing returns on that on that bench boost. But a minus four um, if you're bringing in a double game week player. In theory, if without any, you know, without any bonus points or red cards, you should at least get that back. So um, it's it's definitely it's an easier transfer than it than it would be sort of in in normal weeks. So um, yeah, I think that's probably where I'll be where I'll be leading leading myself. But um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely right. If 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 I bench boost this week, I will take a minus four. So I've got two free transfers. I can field. Um, it's probably going to be like ten of double game weekers and then I'll have um, some single game weakers on the bench um, I might take the minus four to bolster that into yeah, a starting 11 and then have um, sort of a couple of people on the bench with double game weeks so yeah I think that you'll you'll get an re- instant return and I, I, I'd agree with that don't look too far down the line I'm, I'm interested to know you, you mentioned the Manchester City they've got two double game weeks over the next two week game playing game weeks um, and they're all at home and you're involved in Europe and you're involved in uh, the FA Cup it's it's just going to be carnage now there's no way we're going to anyone 
I, I, I'd be surprised if anyone plays all four games for Manchester City in those fixtures. I think you could get one player who plays three out of the... You might get two or three players who play three out of the four games. Those people would likely be Edison, Diaz, maybe KDB trying to get some minutes back and playing. Um, the other person to mention is... is it, like Mares was rested again last night. Uh it wouldn't be surprising that Mares gets sort of three runouts in these force fixtures and just blows everybody's mind because he's probably the one who brings home all the points. But trying to second guess Pep is, is a nightmare. So, for personally, from my uh, from my team, I have three uh, Manchester City players: Cancelo, Stones, and Gunnar and I'm just going to ride with it. I just feel if I make a transfer to another player, it's just set trying to second guess Pep. And if I get two games out of these. Um, out of these players over the next two game weeks, um, I'd be perfectly happy with that. Yeah, I think I think that's absolutely the way to the way um, to, to look at I it mean, for sure. It's it's you know rotation is is tricky at the best of times with with Manchester City assets, but coming off a you know a, a game in in Europe on on Wednesday and they're play, playing the early kickoff on um, uh, on a Saturday lunchtime, um, they'll definitely be they'll definitely be rotation. I don't think it's probably worth making significant changes to your team around around those assets if you've if you've got them um like you say you're, you're probably going to get at least one um fixture out of both of those um both of those double game weeks um they're all reasonable fixtures at home i think you'd you'd, you'd expect or you'd, you'd certainly be looking for points um from any of those for any players that did play potentially across those games um but you know i, I think it's you know you have to you have to ride the the, the wheel sometimes with uh with with pep at the best of times but um <laughs> I think probably uh, if you and, uh, if and you I suppose of that. Oh, gone. Cool. No, no. I was just thinking on that note. Would you wouldn't generally captain any of them? I think I'd avoid captaining them for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I would. I'll, I'm happy to keep them in my team. Um, you know, across <laughs> across both of those double game weeks. But um, I think it's potentially if we're looking at the one the next double game week, sort of maybe, maybe then I I I. I Something might develop where you could potentially sort of throw the captaincy on um, on someone like Gundogan, who who plays quite a lot. Um, sort of, um, although as with with De Bruyne back now, who, that could change a little bit. But um, he's been he's been the player of the of the moment. Um, similarly, Cancelo um, was excellent in in midweek against Gladbach. Um, so you'd expect him to play a play a big role across those four games. But um, for me, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be putting the captaincy on any of them. It's just uh, it's just opening yourself up to a world of pain. Incoming twenty four pointer from Gunnigan. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah, the last time <laughs> we did the last time we said us. this, the last time we said this, we did get some what? we did yeah. get some complaints that uh, Gunnigan did return in, in in his big game. But you know that's the way it goes, folks. <laughs> you know sometimes you sometimes you got to roll the dice. But yeah, if um, you want to go for the risk, high risk, high reward. Yeah, good. So, so, yeah, that's it. So, uh, so therefore, you're going to go with more of a steady player who we think are is going to play both fixtures. Um, I mean, that that then brings us sort of to the Canes, to the Fernandes, maybe to the Salas. Um, they're the they're the standout captaincy picks. Uh, would you add anyone else to that mix? Maybe from the Leicester game. Yeah, uh, even um, maybe Aston Villa, but keeping it. Keep an eye on Calvert Lewin, depending on uh, on what the press conferences say. Um, you know, home game against Southampton and the game against West Brom um, looks tasty for sure. Um, but I think probably 
in in sort of uh, I, I'm quite a risk averse player at the best of times in in fantasy football, so I suspect I'll be throwing the captaincy on uh, yeah, or Kane, Salah, or, or Fernandez, the the classic big three for those uh, for those ones. What about yourself, Ryan? Who's uh who's yeah. who's in line to take the captaincy? Yeah. Oh, Harry's got it at the moment. Um, I've got back, my man. We looked good when the shackles were off against West Ham in the second half. Um, It was too little too late, the story of our season, to be honest. Um, Josie just seems to stifle us. And then when we actually attack, we look quite good, which is no surprise to anyone um, because that's what we're good at. We are good. We've got some good attacking players. We cannot defend. Uh, So fingers crossed that continues. Um, I I just think for, for me, Harry Kane, he's just... I think he's guaranteed to start both games. I think he should get both for 90 minutes. He was rested uh, in last night's fixture in the Europa League. So he's been wrapped up in Cotwall and ready to go. So I think he's good. We touched on Fernandes. He's just got a tricky fixture at first against Chelsea. Look, he could play that game. It might be low scoring, might not score much. He might get three points if it's nil-nil. Just, just that extra point for a clean sheet. The other worry might be he gets sent off. He gets... He gets uh, gets injured and then he misses the good game against Crystal Palace. So it's not as if you can have all those points in the bag and then then it's gone. So that's that's my thing around that. Salah, you're the complete opposite. He could go crazy against Sheffield United. And Sheffield United are missing their three centre-backs. So they literally have no defence. So he's he's a fantastic option, but... A whole Liverpool team are out of sorts. So, in a similar vein to to sort of Tottenham, yeah, Liverpool are struggling at the moment. So, it, it's is it a risk you put a captaincy on Salad? Not really, but he's um, yeah, he's certainly one who could go crazy and hit a two or three goals against Sheffield United through their actual defences, looking shocking. So, and then who knows against Chelsea, he could becoming a penalty and, and 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 everyone's everyone's a winner from that from that choice so um they're the three um yeah i i think i think that's that's the key thing uh the, the the one i think the high i think there's some polls at the moment Kane's top of those polls because i think people just look at the fixtures that he's got and they think they're favorable i will just put in sort of quotes that these team burnley and fulham love to defend we don't I mean, we, we did beat Burnley 5 0 uh, this time last year with that sunny, sunny wonder goal. Um, but I think we just caught Burnley on a really off day. That could happen again, but that's that's where we're at. So, um, yeah, so uh, where's that leaders? Transfers. Um, what's, you know, we, we spoke around transfers. I've got two free transfers at the moment. So I can, I, I think what I'm looking to do is, I think I'm going to take Grealish out. I think I'm going to put Barnes in. He gets two fixtures. There's uh, uncertainty around Grealish's return date. Um, I think it's, everyone's been a bit cagey around that one. So we'll see what that one looks like. And and the other person um, I think I'll be looking to remove is, I think I'm going to remove Antonio. Even though he's got that game week we spoke about in 29, um, I just feel his minutes will be managed. Um, he, did, he, looked, he, he got a goal against Tottenham, but for the last 30 minutes, he looked completely out on, out on his feet. So I feel what I'm going to do there is put Dominic Calvert-Lewin in. Uh, so I'm going to just, again, boost boost a single 
game week player into a double game week player in bringing that in. Um, so they're my two transfers going into this week. I might make a third. Um, so it's a case I might even ship out um, Kufel. I might bring in another double week, double game week um, transfer just to bolster my bench. This is this is the whole thing I'm looking at at the moment. Do I just get another bench um, bench player to um, to help that bench boost? Because at the moment he's playing Manchester City away, I can't see huge amount of points coming from that. So um, that, that 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 that's my general thinking. What about yourself, Matt? Yeah, I think sort of in line with what we've talked about already. Um, potentially looking at trying to get a sec a goalkeeper that's playing a second game. So Fabianski is my um, bench my bench keeper at the moment. Um, you know, could get a load of save points potentially, potentially. But I I, I think I think I'd maybe be better be better served maybe looking at um, I could maybe go to to, to Kasper Schmeichel at Leicester. Um, he could be one that that could be interesting. Um, there are sort of other other options maybe around um, around Everton, although um, although I think there's there's been a bit of rotation in that, that goalkeeper position with Pickford and and, and Olsen. So um, not sure there, but but probably looking at seeing if I can get a double second double game week player, um, and then um, it's probably going to be a case of like I said, maybe maybe trying to get holding into us into a double game week player. Um, I like I like um, I'd like to see if I could get Luca Dean in. Um, at Everton, I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford it without sort of um, doing some serious maintenance elsewhere in the team. So he could be he could be out of reach, but I think he'd be one I'd be targeting. Potentially a United defender, um, you know. Sure, sure. Or, or I've met, I've mentioned him in previous episodes. I don't, I don't, well. I don't remember that. That's, that's <laughs> I've erased that from my memory. So um, you know, see it, see what I could do there, um, and then. I've got Suchek as my as my sort of fifth midfielder. He's, he's got just that single game. He's done me he's done me well. He he plays in that in that game with twenty nine. So I I might just keep like keep him. But but I think I could explore options there. I think Lookman at Fulham um, uh, could be could be one maybe to, to keep an eye on. Um, and yeah, the, if it, I if it, I can't I think I think on that. Sorry, Matt. On that note, it's yeah. Someone like Lookman isn't like. Let's think. He does have two games this week. He will again play in um, game week twenty nine. So yeah. you are bolstering further down the line. So uh, on on that case, Dina is someone I'm thinking of, but he doesn't play in twenty nine. So do I want to do I want to put that player in in this this game week, or should I look to a a, a full of defender? There I say, it. I mean they've been pretty good of late. So yeah, it, it, it's that. Just maybe think around if they get two game weeks this game in in this in this round of fixtures. And playing twenty nine, then yeah, you're you're possibly effectively getting another two game, uh, two two playing games out of, out of that player. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and the only other thing, maybe um, if I'm looking in defence, if I can't maybe get to, to Dean or to or to any United defender, um, uh, I, I might be targeting Villa, um, maybe Matt Target or or um, or Conser, um, slightly sort of cheaper options. Um, play a double game week um here and and you know sort of yeah. are going to feature in quite a few of the other double game weeks and other sort of fixtures over the next couple of weeks so um could be one to look at uh, i mean i've got i've got ben me and my team left over from the previous double game yeah. week um i'll probably what do we do him yeah <laughs> he's, I, he's thinking out the place it's probably it's probably unlikely i'm going to be i'm going to be moving him on this week but um, yeah. it, you know uh he uh he could be an option to to, to move things around so um i think yeah that's going to be my t- my target probably getting um getting at least one more double game week player probably two 
maybe three, but that feels like I might be pushing it a bit too far. So I think probably two will be my limit and um, it's going to be just a bit of a tinkery job around the edges to to, to um, really sort of um, get that bench boost into a, into a good place as I can get it, I think. Good stuff. Last up, Matt, our differential pick. So let's, let's think uh, you're chasing. Um, you're looking for one player who might do something. It's obviously got to be probably down this double game week. You could get two, two, two games out of someone. Who's the standout person for yourself? Yeah, so I was having a quick look. I was having a look through the um, you know, the, the options and, and um, uh, someone that's sort of caught, caught my eye is, um, is um, Pereira at Leicester. Um, he's so he's um so um I think we talked a little bit about about um Justin sort of one of the one of the stars of the of the FPL season um annoyingly for me who hasn't had him all year um but he the, the reason he sort of got a bit of a run of of um of of games for so long is that Pereira was was injured and and um all the talk kept being that he was you know a few weeks away from from coming back so um it made Justin a bit of a bit of a tricky pick as it turns out he's he's he played pretty much until um he got injured himself a few weeks ago um but Pereira's back now he's sort of, he's played in the last 5 games um he's 5.9 million so a little bit fairly expensive but um he's quite a good attacking option um for 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 a Leicester team that are that are doing well um going forward only owned by 0.8% of the game um Got got a double game week fixture this week with Arsenal and Burnley, so um, not not uh, not terrible fixtures by any means. And then plays Brighton and Sheffield United in the next two. Um, does blank in twenty nine, and then goes into a game against against Man City at home. Um, but sort of over the next over the next three or four weeks, um, could be a could be a real option. I think um, so. Maybe one tricky tricky price point. I think you know there's there's a lot of options around that sort of six million pound defenders um, at the moment. But um, if you're looking for a bit of a um, a bit of a differential, a bit of an option that um, you know might separate you out from the crowd. He could be one uh, to keep an eye on. Yeah, good one, Matt. Um, yeah, I've seen him myself, and I, 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 I've never been on the Leicester defence all season because yeah, I've just avoided James Justin and unfortunately got injured. Um, so looking for someone else to come into that place, um, yeah, he's, he's he's certainly looked good and he's returned massive scores in the past so it could really turn your season around right you ready for this Matt go for it what have you got for me okay I think he's returning close to some of the early form that we saw he's he's a pretty mid-price midfielder um I think we saw it last uh week when he when he played um and then this week um again in the european leagues have you guessed who it is yet matt i think we might need a drum roll i've I've yet i've yet to to, to pick it up but let me know okay so sir gareth bell oh wow 9.3 million (laughs) 0.3 percent owned this is a huge risk but jose needs to save his job he needs to play Gareth Bell up top with Son, with Kane. He, as I said, he turned the game around for us at West Ham last weekend and assisted our goal. Um, he again looked pretty good and scored midweek. He came off for, I think, the last 30 minutes, uh, got another goal. Um, look, this is a long shot. Will he start against Burn? But basically, my logic is is we need someone like Gareth Bale to unlock the defences of Burnley and Fulham. We can't just keep playing the sort of players like Lamella, Mora, 
Bergwijn, we don't need those workers. We need someone a bit special. And that's why I think Gareth Bell is that player, not only to save uh, Jose's job, but to almost to save Tottenham's season. Um, so if you have a real... Not, there's not many slots in that midfield. If you feel you can make, take a risk, take someone out. I mean, like Grealish, you may not may not play. If you feel like you can get up to the levels of, I mean, you're talking around another two and a half million or so up to Gareth Bell. If you fancy it, he, I think, could do something this game week. He is just owned by 0.3%. I've put it out there. I've built him up. We'll see what comes back. uh, I mean, it's almost, if it comes off, it'll be a dream come true. Um, In reality, we, there are, there are a couple of other people like Bernardo Silva. Am I right now thinking, Matt, he's played 10 games on the trot for City in League and Cup? He's, he's definitely been in and around that um, starting 11. Yeah. Um, He's, he's been pretty consistent in, in either in the midfield or in one of the forward positions on the yeah. on the right, but yeah, he's he's definitely. How many people? How many people do you reckon own Bernardo Silva? I would say one and a half percent. One point three, so very good. I mean, this guy goes under the radar. Guess who's got him in their team? Oh, uh, is this is this an FPL insider thing? Has he got himself in his own team? No. no. So the world number one has Bernardo Silva in his team. Wow. He's gone, he's chosen, he's got him instead of Gundogan and, and all the others. He's got two defenders, but he's got Bernardo Silva. So he's not number one in the world for nothing. He obviously has spotted something going on there. So um, I, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, and I also mentioned, I mean, like, these are huge risks, but like Mares, he didn't play again the cup. He does seem to favour, like Pep does seem to favour him in the league fixtures. As I said, I don't wouldn't be surprised that Mares plays two games out of three. Um, sorry, three games out of four in the in the next two game weeks. So he's only three point one percent. These players are risky, um, but if you're chasing, you could stick them in and sort of plot your team around them. Um, I wouldn't say take out Bruno for them. I struggled to say to take Salah out for them, but yeah, Grealish, those sort of people who are niggles and, and, and not doing it, then maybe maybe look, look at these things. Anyone else on your potential madness of like I've I seem to have um, gone today, Matt? Uh, to be honest, I think I think that's that's a uh, that's more than enough uh, randomness in in my week. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think I think Gareth Bale might be a good choice in fantasy PGA golf or something like that. But um, I, I think <laughs> I think uh, it would. Uh, although I, you know, I can see the logic. He did, he definitely played really well um, in um, in what I saw in the game against against West Ham. Um, like you said, did get that assist, um, albeit from a corner. Um, uh, but yeah, he could he could be one one to pick. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, some some bold calls there that you know we've we've talked up city rotation. You've you've recommended a couple of potential players that could cut that could uh, fall fall victim to that. But um, like the logic, Matt, it, it's it's Son's the same sort of price. It's yeah. a little little bit more expensive. Sonny's nine point five. Like Bale's nine point three. Where are you going to put your? Where are you going to go? Everyone's going to go Son. Therefore, you're not going to catch anyone. You're not going to get to to sort of. Well, you're just going to go nowhere. Um, it's, it's if you are around, I don't know, like the million mark, if you fancy a punt, you're not going to catch anyone unless you have starts to sort of change it. So if you think it brings Sonny in, maybe go Bell. Yeah, 
Wow. Watch it backfire as he as he see as he plays three minutes in the first game and and, and gets injured and doesn't play in the second game at all. <laughs> well, I think that shows yeah. how uh, you know what what kind of a stage we're at when we're talking about um, uh, Britain's most de- most decorated overseas player. Um, you know, is he going to come off the bench for a for a punt against Burnley? Um, who knows? But we'll have to we'll we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the the Tottenham team sheet with uh, with great interest. I think. Um. All right, well, I think, unless there's anything else, we will probably look to wrap this up here. Bumper episode um, for us this week, because it's a bumper game week. Um, lots to talk about, lots to think about. Um, let us know what you're planning to do with your with your um, your chips. Is it is it bench boost time, triple captain, wild card, free hit? You know, they're they're all I think all viable options for different for different reasons. If you if you've got them available, um, I would expect there to be pretty high um, usage on on chips across across the game um uh this week so um could be could be a big a big point scoring week um you, you'd hope so we'll, hopefully we'll be able to come back next week and talk about some more green arrows in our um in our fantasy teams but um i think yeah best of luck with uh with navigating the double game week um the double game week options we'll be back next week to talk about uh game week uh, 27 i think um another d- couple of double game week fixtures in there but but probably not quite as uh, as dramatic as this one um but but definitely one to have a, have a think about so from from myself and from from ryan thanks very much for listening um let us know if you have any comments or questions um and otherwise we will speak to you next week yeah, good luck everyone. Hope it goes well.